Hello, everybody. This is Daniel, one of your hosts of Sequels That Should Have Been Made podcast. I just want to take this time to thank you for listening to our show. We work really hard to make it entertaining and try to make you laugh. Um, so thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Next, um, a big announcement. We now have our own website. Yes, we are moving up in the world. How do you like that? Um, but check it out. You can find it at sequelsmade.com. That's sequelsmade.com. We tried to make it easy for you to, to find it. Um, but no, there's a lot of cool things on there, a lot of ways so you can interact with the show. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter. Um, on there, you'll get some bonus content and you can find out future events um, that we're working on. Um, now, before we start, this episode is a mashup episode. And before you listen to it, I want to put a little disclaimer at the front of it. Um, it deals with some dark content. Shit, it's in the goddamn name. Three men and a dead baby. But trust me, it's all in good humor. It's all in good fun. Um, don't take it personally. Don't take it seriously. Just try to laugh. And I think the world would be a better place if we all just laughed at everything instead of taking everything so seriously. Um, also, since it's a mashup, it's originally a short episode. But I want to give you guys a little sneak peek of what happens behind the scenes um, before we actually record an episode, we actually just sit there and talk about randomness and just ramble on until we actually get into the episode. So I started this one um, mid-conversation about Die Hard, I believe, something funny. But eventually it gets into the episode. So just hang in there, have fun, hope you enjoy it. All right, all right, all right. I'll just up and knowing the blow. <laughs> no dough. No show. Man, that's just me. That's me, man. Sorry. Time to nut up or shut up. Gosh. Not again. You say when you're on the plane, do it because if you're afraid of planes. You was saying when you're off the plane. No, he was saying do it on the plane. But Watch it again. He's saying. Then why would he do it in the office? How are you gonna do it off the plane? You gonna be walking around <laughs> with no fucking shoes on? Exactly. And that's what he that's was doing. That's what makes no sense. And that's why he had no shoes no, on. Because he was addressing the fact that he was afraid of flying. He wasn't afraid of the flying. He was done with flying. Oh, he was already in L.A. They were right landing. Up. Bring it up on your fucking phone. He was already in L.A. when he did it. He was in <laughs> Nakawomi Towers. And when he tries the thing, and that's why he didn't have shoes through the whole movie. Yeah. Well, I know he did, so he was telling me when you're stressed out of something to just try it. And so that's when he does it. He's like, oh, motherfucker's right. Yeah, because he just fought with his wife, Holly. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But he, the guy does it when he's on a plane, because he says he doesn't like flying. <laughs> he didn't do it. Not John McClane, the guy who told him how to do it. He didn't no, do he it. No, said, do, he said, do it when you get off the plane. Exactly. You lose... Uh, whatever. One side of the table gets the other. <laughs> yeah, and then that side I of the table is wrong. <laughs> feeling kind of pressured over here. You should. Both staring at me. Mincing eyes. Okay. And welcome back. Hey. <laughs> so, what do you want to do? Con air? No, it's up to you. Jeremy is such a pussy. I am. You know what I'm doing, Jeremy. Do it. I'm not going to be a part of it. <laughs> Well, you got to talk. I will talk. All right, give us a synopsis <laughs> of Three Men and a Baby. Now, I, I don't know. know it. I didn't write it down. You never watched Three Men and a Baby? It's been years. 
All I remember is that kid hanging in the window. Oh, that was scary as fuck. That's what gave me the idea for this. It is. That was a scary time. I remember coming home watching that shit. We watched it a lot. So I thought we don't do synopsises for uh, mashups. We don't. I'm just putting you on the spot. That's why I didn't prepare. We should do Dracula. No. I think we I think we should do the mashup Three Men and a Baby. Dead baby, sorry. But Jeremy will give the synopsis of Time Cop <laughs> just because. Uh but no, I I think Con Air deserves more preparation. It does. Why? Because it's a great movie. Because it's Con Air. Okay. I've I'm not I've gonna do Con Air on the whim. I've literally given it the whim my whole life. Well, now you need to stop. No, there's welcome, no stopping. Welcome it. to uh, the being hey, an adult. Guess what? I could knock it out right now, no, like can't. Frank Thomas. No, you can't. Playing for the White Sox. No, you can't. The Big Hurt. The Big, big Hurt. Fucking. They hurt. call me the Big Hurt of Con what, Air. What commercials does he do now? <laughs> well, he does the extends or something. <laughs> that is a big hurt. <laughs> exactly. Um, she ain't walking right for days. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Con Air needs proper. It didn't get sequel. Well, if we're gonna just mix this up with the lost episodes, which shouldn't be proper. I'm not gonna mix it up with the lost episode. Well, lost episodes, the lost episodes. This could be another. It will be a episode by itself. But I don't even remember the sequel. I don't even think we had a sequel going into it. I don't remember. It was like Conair on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember it at all. I remember (laughs) the whole discussion about the logistics of the time frame wasn't working. (laughs) Mighty Kung Fu. (laughs) But we didn't get past that point. We only talked about about the synopsis. I think it was a pretty good thing that the court stopped. But I believe it mainly was Conair... Our con water life preserver. <laughs> con water life preserver. All right, we're doing the mashup. All right. Dead fucking babies. All right, Jeff. You can no longer, no longer touch that thing. I don't touch anything. You just touched it. Don't. <laughs> There's That's literally how the whole Burbs episode sounded right there. I didn't hear it once. I did. And I. Well, then why didn't you stop it? Because I didn't know where it was coming from. You knew it was coming from me. And then you guys both said, I don't hear anything. I was like, oh, well, I didn't hear anything. Jeremy, did you hear anything? Nope. That's okay. We'll send out a shitty episode. Oh, that was our best episode. We should just redo it. The Burbs. All right, let's redo it. Fuck it. We'll go really into detail about the Ziploc hamster because I I don't want to go through the Burbs again. I really want to talk about... The Ziploc bags to explain ourselves. I know. And go into depth about <laughs> that hamster. Because yeah. I think that's the pinnacle moment of the film. Well, we never talked about how the dog died. <laughs> well, I don't think... I think that was just, just a reaction. I just pictured him grabbing him out of the collar and throwing him through the window. Was he put into like one of those airtight bags no. that you see on commercials where they took a vacuum? <laughs> I... <laughs> the space bag. Katie got drunk and ordered a hundred boxes. <laughs> what? The space bag? Yeah, like oh seven years god. ago. My garage is still full. Of oh my god! No, I, I think I've been trying to give them away for years. <laughs> I just throw them away. I, I, I think the importance of the hamster scene is this. It shows that, how crazy they. Are. No, well, that's the progression. That's yeah, exactly the moment where he loses it. And yeah, it progresses from there, but that's the pinnacle. That's the one that started. Never going to forget that hamster in a Ziploc bag. 
That, it's so perfect. You got to. I want to film bag. that scene right now because it's such a magical scene. You got a gown size bag. I could see. And you put a hamster in it. I, I was Colin like, Hanks and Corey Feldman. I wish I saw Jeremy's face when I said it. I don't think Jeremy, like, I don't think his mind connected the two until it was too late. And so he never reacted to it until after the episode. Uh, I can see that. It was good. It was good. But guess what? I'm glad I brought it up. We're going to get a good reaction out of this episode. Okay. All right. Ready? But at first, we need to really explain what a mashup is because I don't think people still realize what a mashup is. Just one guy. <laughs> well, no, a couple guys. Like really that sequel. I was like, well, it's, it's a mashup. They're like, well, it's a sequel. It's a mashup. I'll explain it. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Table. I got it. That's the other thing that we need to get in Jeremy's studio. Like a real hardwood table? Yeah. Something that's on like solid. This thing sucks. Okay. Sucks. We'll have to invest. Seven thousand dollars in our table, <laughs> just a table. Since Rob can't give us a carpet, <laughs> I don't want to get fired. You know, we'll uh, we'll start a GoFundMe page, <laughs> build our studio. Um, I thought oh, you had that shock absorber. I got this, but you don't. So that fucks everything up. You fucking touched the goddamn thing. Yeah, but I heard your thing. But I didn't touch it. I know, but I heard your thing. <laughs> well, you shouldn't touch it. If we all had the same well, fucking- Well, if we had a $7,000 heart, would you start- Hey, Jeremy, thank <laughs> you for getting your shock is over. You're welcome. Jeremy, <laughs> this is the different the generation gap. We take it serious. No, you don't think- They don't. I, I come up with content. Let's go. You got Okay. <laughs> come up with logistics. Okay. Now I hear an echo. Yeah, I heard that one echo. When I'm closer, you hear it? No, it's not good. Is it now? Or is it better when I lean back? I don't know why. Ever since you moved over there, it's just fucking your presence, I guess. (laughs) Should I move back? I don't mind. No, you're fine. Here. Don't touch it. I'm just going to move. If you hear an echo, what's the point if I touch it? Well, I'm going to say, do you hear an echo now? Maybe it's just his thing. I'm going to get a lot of fucking from you. No, but what I'm saying is if it's just this thing, give me my thing and then I'll only use that. So we don't hear an echo. Let's try that. (laughs) But you have to talk into your mic. (laughs) Yeah. Danny, I know. I'm the talent. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap ass bullshit. (laughs) So how's it going? Do you hear an echo? Sounds good. It sounds good? Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, this is more comfortable for me anyways. Right. I don't want to be leaned back. And Why just are you like, leaning back in the first place? Because it's more comfortable. More comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drink Michelob Ultra Light like I'm fucking riding a fucking uh, marathon. What? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get a drink before we start? No, I'm... Damn. Drink. I'm not parched at all. Jim, you want to get another drink before we start? Should I took a shot at Jim Bean. Jim. You gotta wake up early. Well, you tell me you wake up. I gotta wake up early and five. Are you guys staying here tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I have to. There's a bed upstairs. I'll sleep on the couch I like I always sleep do. Sleep on the couch like I always do. Or I'll tell you what Christy said. She coming home? She said, I don't want them sweating on my fucking couch. There's a bed upstairs I could use. Well, they leave the fucking bed. Why? Why? I'll use your bed. There's a guest bedroom <laughs> no, upstairs. Not gonna happen. You know, I feel like we're we not, have a lot of room here. 
I know. I'm you constantly trying. make I'm comments to, about how I sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to help you guys out by giving you comfortable. There's yeah, a full I usually bed. sleep in your bed. Yeah, you're fine. I'm talking. Not, I'm talking about this guy. What? I don't but. sweat. I'm a cool sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> like if Rob, you Dad, see- and John were here, you guys were all like nestled <laughs> together on a bed like a Vietnamese concentration camp or something. Just sleep together. You gotta do what you gotta do. All right, ready? All right, let's try to knock this out, guys. Let's knock this out. Five minutes. <laughs> and Danny will edit it to 15. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab parts. Get slow. Yeah, the next, the last two episodes, Rob will be here. I would edit him into it. Clips from other episodes. It'll be like, you know, he was right here. Just I'm doing time. Chris walking. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing a couple bits. All right, everybody. Welcome back. We are doing a mashup episode to sequels that should have been made. Now, just to rehash on what a mashup episode is, we're not doing a sequel. We're doing a mashup. And usually we pick movies that already had a sequel or they tried some crappy sequels. So what we do is we take the concept of both the movies and we the best parts of those movies and we put them together to make a great movie so for any uh, comic book fans out there if you remember the comic book what if where they'll take like let's say what if punisher was the hulk and then they make a story out of it that's kind of what we do with uh, these mashup episodes though in this episode we are going to take the movie three men and the baby and weekends at bernie and we're going to mash them together is a great, amazing movie that we're going to call Three Men and a Dead Baby. <laughs> so, uh, yes. It's, it's going to be a little dark for you guys. I'm not going to well, lie. Well, all our stuff is dark. But remember, it's all in humor, having a good time, funny, not taking us seriously. You know, the, the, weird, the world right now is serious as, as it gets. So let's just take some time and fucking enjoy yourself. Have a fucking sense of humor. Jesus Christ, laugh. It's okay to laugh, people. Um, but I am Daniel, host of Sequels That Should Have Been Made. And I am joined here with my co-host, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I threw the shooter thing at you. You did. <laughs> and that means I'm doing great. A-OK. Yeah. A-OK. Like both, both fingers. And the then, bomb. as always, we have up to bat. The Monarch. Hit his mic. Monarch, how are you doing, you son of a bitch? I'm doing all right. He's doing just all right. He's a little nervous about this episode. Um, and unfortunately... We're going to push the boundaries on this one. We're going to push the boundaries, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. As much fun as you can have with a, involving a dead baby. <laughs> <laughs> Got uh, chalk on those shoes from... Crossing that line. (laughs) (laughs) He did. We had to force the monarch into this episode. Uh, But unfortunately, Rob cannot join us with this episode. He has some prior engagement. He's still stuck in Canadian customs. (laughs) Yes. One day, the Canadians, they'll let him out. You know, he might have to spend a couple more months in the Canadian jail, but he'll get out, you know? The Canucks aren't too bad. It's not like he's stuck in China or something, right? No, it's nice. He has like maple syrup. He and, does. He does. You know. He's probably in a better situation than his house here in the good old USA. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. So he's living it up up in the Canada. 
but yes, so a mashup. Um, Jeff, our monarch, did him. You got, why don't we split it up? Um, you got one of you guys give us a quick synopsis of Three Men and a Baby, and the other one gives a very quick synopsis of Weekends at Bernie's, and then we'll mash them together. How about that? Who wants to go first? Well, the this is the monarch. Well, Three Men and a Baby. Um, basically is just the real quick, uh, gist of it. The plot is three bachelors, uh, Pete, Michael, and Jack are, uh, kind of bachelors and they live together in the house in our condo or apartment in New York. It was an awesome place. Yes. It was like a bachelor <laughs> pad. Yeah. You had, uh, Michael painting pictures on the elevators and oh, yeah. that Jack or uh, Jack was an actor and Pete was an architect, and I think Pete was the only one that was actually making money. Well, I paint too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one day, uh, a baby arrives on the doorstep, They're sitting there waiting for them. They and greet. they don't know how to raise a baby, so they uh, so we get to watch them figure out how. To yeah, raise so a baby. you you get it's this, funny. You get to see how uh, them trying to raise a baby, and feed a baby, and change a diaper, and they don't know. And it's just hilarious. They don't know how to do it. And then one day, eventually, the mom comes home, and it was Sylvia, and you know, find out that Jack is the father, and that's you know, and I think there's some drug deals in that movie. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember exactly how that. Yeah, and they hide like drugs in the baby's diapers, and you know, they catch the drug dealers, and it kind of takes another twist there. And there's a ghost in the movie of a dead kid. And yeah, so let's stop right there. I remember that was a big deal in my childhood. The whole. Uh, legend of ghosts in the background in one of the scenes you see it in the like the the blinds yeah it was it's like the hanging midget from wizard of or the hanging little person from wizard (laughs) (laughs) thanks for making it correct um yeah and i remember coming home from school and i believe grandma was there with us she was all into that ghost stuff i can't wait to to show you this yeah we're like what is it what do we do (laughs) And uh, we watched the scene, and sure enough, in the background, you see what appears to be a person in the background. The legend was the apartment that they filmed the movie in, the kid blew his brains out with a shotgun or something, and you could see him in that scene, and we used to pause it, and you could see someone. It turned out it was the cardboard cutout of- uh, Jack. Uh, uh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson from uh, Cheers fame. Um, and that's what it was. It wasn't no ghost yeah. or anything, but it was pretty cool as a kid to kind of see like, oh, I see a ghost. It still gives me chills when I see it. I always, yeah, I always take a, yeah, I still always spooky. try to look for it. It's for all you, it's the uh, scene when, uh, Ted Danzen is with his mom and she's like showing him how to raise the baby and they're walking through the apartment, which we later learned it's just the sound studio and yeah. not the actual apartment. And in the background, you see a, a figure. Which is again pretty scary, but the, uh, the cutout, yeah. yeah. But it's still fun, yeah, yeah. 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 Especially yeah. after you watch Becker, it's really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really the synopsis of uh, Three Men and a Baby. All right, so yeah, Jeff, you want to give us a quick synopsis of uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Sure, pretty much. We have uh, two two guys trying to become uh, you know up and comers in New York. They're working for a firm. Bernie uh, owns the firm. Bernie Lomack. Bernie Lomack. Uh, and uh, um, Bernie 
they find some irregularities in the financials. Bernie tells them it's an error, but he appreciates the hard work they did in finding it. Really, Bernie's funneling money for his drugs and addiction and things like that. That fucking dick. But he um, invites them to his house on Cape Cod or something like that. Yeah, some weird island from New York, Manhattan or whatever. The East Coast. We're West Coast people. We're we don't know what they're. Yeah, we're Vancouver people. So. <laughs> um, he invites them to his house on Cape Cod or Martha's Vineyard, something like that. And uh, we get at Bernie's and uh, type of thing. He does a lot of coke. He dies. I think he was killed by the guy. Yeah, he got injected. But the guy make it look like an overdose. Guy doesn't believe he killed him. They have to pretend that he's alive. Hilarity ensues, and that's basically it's the two heroes of the story, Larry and Richard. Yeah. In order to make it think like that, they didn't kill them because they thought that they killed him. That they have to pretend that he's alive, so they move him around like he's alive, and so the hitman he's thinks. A- Human puppet. Yeah, he's yeah. a human puppet. And it's a pretty human fucking funny. Dead puppet. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking funny movie. Yeah. So the mashup, three minutes of baby, and week is at Bernie's is three minutes in a dead baby. So it's <laughs> keep laughing about it, but <laughs> so what I'm thinking, guys, what I'm thinking is we have. So in the original Three Minute Baby, they were like successful. You had a cartoonist, you had a fairly successful uh, actor, and then you have an architect. So they're rich in, living in a rich apartment. But in our mashup, they're going to be like three losers. They're living in like a fucking flea butt bag of a place, um, kind of almost like a crack house. They have problems, like you know, they're in one. Maybe he's uh, trying to be an actor, but. He's not getting very far. So he's a waiter? He's a waiter. <laughs> you know, they're trying, but they're not making it. And, you know, they probably have addictions, you know, some drugs, alcohol. Yeah, they're partying. We don't they're, judge. We don't judge. They're living their life. But one of them uh, probably hooked up with some uh, skank whore or something, and, you know, she gets pregnant, and she can't she can't take care of the kid. So she uh, le- leaves the baby on the doorstep. But these guys are losers. You know, they're drunk half the time, and they don't. They never realized this baby on the doorstep. When they finally find out the baby, it's dead. <laughs> There's a dead baby on the doorstep. And so, like, the guy freaks out. And he's like, oh, shit. You know, what do I do? First, and, you know, let me call the cops. But then he's like, I'm on parole. <laughs> it's like, what am I, how am I going to explain this? There's a dead baby on my doorstep. What am I going to do? Um, and so it's like, all right. So he calls his roommates, his flatmates, you know, and they go. One of them's like, hey. Maybe we could profit off of this. And, you know, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. This is getting kind of dark. No, we should just, you know, let the sortie. No, I don't know this baby. So right now we're in the we're in the clear. You know, we haven't done anything bad. The other guy goes, we have an opportunity here, guys. We need to uh, maybe uh, pretend that it's alive for a little bit or something. And their now object is like, how are we going to pretend it's alive? Just like they did in Weekend at Bernie. So I'm thinking of a couple things where they uh, take the, like, one of the baby monitors and they tape it to the back of the baby. <laughs> and then one of them is like talking it, like wah, making baby sounds. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> they don't uh, tie their uh, shoelaces to well, the baby so, shoelaces. So, <laughs> so I, 
I think that's another thing is like they could, uh, when the baby's trying to learn how to walk, they're kind of like doing a puppet master kind of thing. <laughs> like they're, they're filming like up and down. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. So they have to basically make this baby seem like it's alive, but they're losers and they, they're horrible at it. You know, they're, they're well, just like any losers trying to raise a baby. <laughs> they're not the best at it. They're not parents. They are not. So they're, they're making mistakes and, you know, it's, it's dark, but there's funny things about it. Like, you know, it's trying mm. to watch, you know, it's picturing, you know, look who's talking, but if it was look who's not talking, because <laughs> the baby was dead. <laughs> So, look who's not talking anymore. <laughs> look who's been shushed into the afterlife. But, so. but, 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 but I, I think it could be another thing of where they start appreciating, you know, like. Well, they appreciate life. What they don't have. Exactly. They like start taking responsibility, even though they're doing the opposite. <laughs> it's like. This, this baby has changed their life. Yeah. For the better. For the yeah. better. And they start like loving this dead baby. And it's like, hey, maybe if we could pull this off, maybe we could change our lives and change other people's lives. But I'm trying to think of like the whole premise of the the story of like maybe so one of them's in debt to like a drug dealer or something. And maybe the drug dealer is a girl. But she has a thing for like babies. Like he's like, all right, I'm gonna use this baby to like kind of like pull her heartstrings, you know, kind of thing. So she comes over like, all right, motherfucker, you owe me this amount of money for like a couple months. Where the fuck am I? He's like, oh well, you know, I'm trying to feed my baby. And she's like, oh, you got? I didn't know you had a baby. Oh, let me see the baby. And so she like holds the baby. She's like, your baby's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, come well, you know, it, it, it's winter time. You know, we got we to gotta warm. And like, he, like, kind of covers it up. And she goes, well, your baby's kind of purplish, you know? <laughs> it's like, like, well, they take, I, I picture a scene that they take them to, like, the the mall. And there's, like, the Mac Foundation. Oh, yeah. And, and they have them, like, cover, like, it, cover up. it up. They do a base. You know? that, that could be, like, a, like a montage. Yeah, well, oh, they're trying to do a makeover on the dead baby. <laughs> I can think of some uh, like a Kenny Loggins uh, like montage song going over it, you know, oh, definitely <laughs> making you feel good. Um, but yeah, and so he's like, "All right, cool." And so she sees like, "Okay, so oh sweet, she's like feeling sorry for me because I have this baby, so she's giving me a little time to you know pay off my my drug drug money." But the other guys, they're kind of like feeling tense, like, "Hey, who left this baby on our doorstep to die like this?" And they start feeling like, you know, they want some justice. It's like, this poor baby died on our doorstep. Who left this baby on the doorstep? So they want to try and investigate, like, whose baby it was and all that kind of stuff. Um, do you guys have any other, like, scenes that you guys could think of? Monarch? Do you have any scenes that you could think of? So pretty much in my movie, what I was thinking it is, Oh, yeah, these guys are scumbags, but there's no redeeming qualities about them. Yeah. They're just pretty much scumbags. So they go out <laughs> and they take a Gerber life insurance policy yeah. on well, this dead baby. That was that was a score that they're trying to make. Yeah. Like, yeah okay, what's the play? This yeah, is the play. Exactly. So they're going out there. They're taking that, and they don't learn anything. They just... <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't try to investigate who put this baby on the doorstep. <laughs> Their whole thing is like, how do we keep the insurance investigators from Gerber from oh. figuring out? So it's that like, this okay, dead. we just need to stop. Exactly. So mm-hmm. they take that. They see. I was trying to find some redeeming qualities. No, no. <laughs> All that, right. And in my movie, that doesn't. That doesn't. Does it exist? No. So they're just horrible from beginning <laughs> to, to end. end. And in the end, they end up in prison. Oh, like, yeah. So, <laughs> so pretty That's much. That's the redeeming quality. That is the redeeming quality. <laughs> well, the redeeming quality is they're getting raped. <laughs> but um, that's no laughing matter. There's a lot of rape. <laughs> There's some, you know, things we should do about a prison change. But <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Locked <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. So like, it's them like. Going through the store, finding the perfect baby doll to change the voice. It's like, oh, oh, like the voice recorder inside the doll. Exactly. So they're they're in a baby's R Us. They're like literally trying. Like he's pulling out a knife, cutting out the the voice box of the thing. Like keep a look. It's not just a knife. It's a switchblade. Like he's like the the douchiest, like scumbagiest knife you can find. It's like ha ha, and cutting open baby dolls. And they don't pay for anything. They of course just not. Still the thing. Yeah. And it's like they're going out of the target or whatever. And it's like <laughs> security comes up to them and they're like, oh, my baby's crying. And they just hit the button but- and they walk out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so they think it's all well and good. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We may be scumbags and we have no idea on how babies work. <laughs> and we think we could get one over on this life insurance <laughs> policy that we took out. And they go through all this planning to get to this point to where they could present it as the dead baby and get the money. Yeah, like it's alive and stuff. Exactly. So they take it to Gerber or wherever. Well, Gerber comes to them. Gerber to, comes to, to visit. Them, to, to do visit. a visit. And they go, hey, that baby's fucking dead. <laughs> like, this is like, they didn't take him like, no, it doesn't take it any time like, at all. One second. Like, the whole movie is just them trying to figure out how to fool him. And they're just walking as soon as they open the door. Yeah. Like, that baby's dead. You have a dead baby. How'd that baby die? Like, <laughs> and they're like, uh, it's uh, alive. They don't even ask the question, how that baby died. They're like, we're calling the police. <laughs> and it's just them shutting the door and holding it shut <laughs> until the police get there because they're trying to open it to get out. So <laughs> it's just. trying to hold it shut and then the police get there and they're arrested and they they go to prison so that was pretty much the thoughts i had on that movie you know and there would be some funny things of them trying to like me like take him to the mall at mac and the the poor girl there going oh that's such a beautiful baby and then it's like oh it's ice cold and they're like well maybe you should put a warm foundation on them you know <laughs> something like that and then them trying to like hook up with it like it oh, get yeah. girls with it like oh, i'm a single father look at my baby exactly. oh man oh. that is that was back. my idea monarch do you have anything that is, to add to that, that? do you have an idea about come on monarch. add to the podcast I monarch don't. Mark is very disturbed by this podcast. I maybe am. he maybe he's the only sane person here. What do you think, Jeff? I I, I would not believe that from looking at him. He has an <laughs> eye that really crosses his nose. Well, he has that weird like monarch butterfly mustache and beard. <laughs> and he has that weird monarch ear thing oh, he that does. sticks out. 
What is that called? Mon- Antana. Thomas. <laughs> it's an Antana. He has a bunch of weird body monarch thing. stuff going on. He has oh, a my God. But, uh, so yeah, so they go to jail. Whatever happened to the actual mother of the dead baby? No one knows. And the, you know what the sad thing is? They never named the baby. It's called Dead Baby. <laughs> well, well, yeah. They're like, hey, they call what, him, what are we going to do with Dead Baby? No, they call him DB. DB. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it gets pressured, like pressed into like, oh, what's your, like a girl looks at it in the stroller when they're at the park, you know, trying to show it off. What, what's your baby name? DB. <laughs> <laughs> DB. And there's a whole bunch of like, Dead jokes, like, you know, maybe we should go play in the sand. And they're like, oh, yeah, six feet under, you know, like, you know, things like that. Oh, man. So bad. No, it's fine. So dark. No, Very. not even dark. Mm. We want to look at the light side of life. Well, yeah, you just picture he died and became Cupid. There you go. A little <laughs> Cupid <has> baby. <laughs> You know, like the monarch. The monarch has wings, just like dead a dead baby. Baby, <laughs> dead Cupid baby, flying around. Draw back your arrow, Cupid. Draw back. Let's talk about time cop. <laughs> Bring back the little uh, inner space. We need to do inner space. Oh yeah, have a good guy. Martin Short, Des Quaid. Ooh. Good stuff. Ah, Definitely coming up soon. But uh, yeah, so uh, dead babies and three losers. Maybe that would be a better name. Is that Ooh, three men and a baby? Yeah. Dead baby and three losers. Yeah. I like that name. I like it too. I can just picture them right now with that stroller. They stole the stroller. Of course, <laughs> they stole the stroller. From a mom. Like she was going into yoga, like baby yoga. Yeah. And they just took the stroller. Yeah. Like, I like that. Like the park, they just walk by and said, all right, empty stroller. Well, there's going to be a lot of small crimes. Yeah. And you think it's funny, but when you think about it, you're like, holy shit, they're just. Bunch of assholes. Walking around with a dead baby. <laughs> like, 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 Well, it goes even, back to the whole premise of Weekend at Bernie's. It's like, that guy, he would have been stiff as a board, stinking. Well, even like. It's Did, like, <laughs> well, even by weekend at Bernie's too, he's still very limble. Well, so I, I think was that was the whole voodoo thing. They oh, used yeah. to do that thing. But the original one, weekend at Bernie one is like, come on. And there'll be a lot of dark humor too. Like, they're at the beach and they're like, oh, did you get sunscreen for your baby? And they're like, you know, we don't need it. <laughs> wink, wink. It's not going to bother him. Exactly. Or her. And they're like, oh, why are you winking at me? Yeah. <laughs> because he's dead. <laughs> yeah. uh, There's going to be a lot of that in And then at, uh, like, when they're in their, their, uh, their crack house apartment or whatever, at night, they just put the baby in like the freezer or something, you know. <laughs> and it's like they open the they open the like one of their neighbors, like crack neighbors or whatever, opens the freezer. They're like, hey, we'll go get some ice. And they like open it's like, you guys got a dead baby in here. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's like doesn't care. Oh yeah, no. And he's like he just chips around it <laughs> to get ice. <laughs> Like, oh, sweet, a Lee Cuisine. Get <laughs> <laughs> any hot pockets in there? It's right under the uh, DB. Just take out DB. It's right behind him. 
<laughs> like a picture of them like practicing like oh you gotta support the head <laughs> but they don't have to because it's stiff because exactly. it fall he's like I don't get it I don't get it he just rubs it up they're like oh no, they're like oh yeah you don't have to now it's rigor mortis set in <laughs> oh little DB little fucking DB uh, but yeah they go to jail they suffer those bunch of assholes you shouldn't kill babies. Um, no, no. We're taking a hard line as a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Killing we, babies. We have kids ourselves. We love babies. Well, you know. But uh, some have more than others. <laughs> the monarch is like a fucking uh, goddamn uh, baby factory. Baby factory. Thank you. <laughs> He's had sex five times. <laughs> and yet he has seven babies or whatever. It's like crazy. <laughs> Oh god. Uh but yeah, the the police they uh I, I picture the police like like the outsiders like shooting one of them. Death, like <laughs> just they're like, like no, it's so Dally. upset. Like, <laughs> they're like when do you guys have to die? <laughs> it's like the cops are like all right. I'm going to handcuff you all together. <laughs> And then I'm just going to push you in the Hudson <laughs> and you guys figure it yeah. out. <laughs> who's going to, who's going to survive? Good luck. <laughs> Goodbye. And it's like the tech of Berkowitz or something like that. <laughs> you know, it ends with a wits. Wits. <laughs> I'm at my wits ends with this episode. <laughs> just, just like, okay, guys, have a good day. <laughs> and then bam. They're like, you can't do this. They got it. Yeah. Die. But then uh, the whole. Uh, Guess what? What? Your lawyer's at the bottom of the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> they push him in, you know? It's a good start. <laughs> but then. And, and Detective Berkowitz looks at the rookie and goes, it's a good start. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> but uh, little, uh, little DB, he. Uh, well, he there's good that comes out of his story. He donated his body to science. Well, something like that. It's yeah. like something good happened. His heart saved another baby. It, the story was yeah. like it came out and it like inspired people to adopt babies, live babies at least. And guess what? <laughs> you guys should adopt instead of just pushing out kids. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of kids out there, so just adopt them. Don't leave them on doorsteps yeah, because they could exactly. die. <laughs> If you're going to leave them somewhere, leave them at a fire station. There you go. But That's what I let see. the fire people know. Oh, <laughs> they might be out on a fire. <laughs> they can't help the poor baby. <laughs> you don't want any more DBs out there. Just tie them to the pole. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tie them. Well, <laughs> don't need to tie them. Well, I'm not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't left many uh, DBs at doorsteps? <laughs> oh, shit. The point is, if you have kids, raise them. And if you don't uh, adopt them or, you know, don't let them die is, I guess, the point. <laughs> don't leave them with three men. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> three one. Three men and a dead baby. I think if there's three men in this room, there's several babies between us and I don't know. They're all alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> More of the story is we take care of our kids. Score one for the good guys. <laughs> All right, uh, Monarch, you have anything? Uh, that's a good start. <laughs> good You're supposed to start. say it would be hard to edit this one. It is going to be very difficult <laughs> to edit this one. No, this one would be pretty easy. The last one would be. 
a fucking echo in it. I don't know what you're talking about. The There's echo. There's no echo. Wait for the episode. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> they only get to hear my words three times. So <laughs> it's it makes it even better. <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. I know this episode was a little dark, but it was a mashup episode. So take the bonus. Be happy. Don't take everything so fucking seriously in this goddamn world and just laugh a little bit. Uh, but yeah, thank you, and uh, look out for our next episode. It's gonna be a doozy. Time uh, cop? No, it's not gonna be time <laughs> cop. We are not doing time cop. Armageddon? Maybe. Armageddon gonna get me a sequel? Oh, oh. There's the mashup that we could have done. Armageddon gonna get me a sequel? What's that mashed up with? Oh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> off. Faircast recording area. But oh, thank you, and have a wonderful, fantastic. Live, uh, There's too much male bonding going on in here for me. <laughs>